welcome back to the Japan Business and Real Estate News Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Pretty Donnelly, Sales and Marketing Manager with Nippon Tradings International. In this podcast, I focus on how to turn that dream of owning a countryside Japanese property into a reality. We have been shifting and twisting and trying to adjust to a comfortable lifestyle under COVID 19. Part of that has meant getting away from crowded cities into more spacious areas, perhaps even rural. For quite a few, the thought of moving to another country has come to mind, in particular, Japan's countryside. Imagine for a moment retiring with Japan's fresh air, greenery, rivers, or that ideal environment to raise a family. Or imagine for a moment to generate an income on short term rentals, taking advantage of the country's campaign back on track to boost tourism. Let's look at how to make this dream more realistic. First, Let's look at restoring old abandoned properties. Abandoned properties have taken the limelight recently for their affordability and countryside location. One couple from Alaska was fascinated by the beauty of traditional Japanese timber work and craftsmanship. They had dreamt of using their home building skills to restore an old traditional Kominka style, which is large standalone home, for a place to settle in for retirement. Ideally, they wanted to find an akia or abandoned property for no more than about in US dollars 20,000, but weren't sure if their plan was realistic. So, given their background, their retirement dream is very much achievable. When purchasing abandoned homes, the three points of consideration are price, costs, and inspection. They would, in fact, have the benefit of being able to explore some of the much more affordable, older, run down houses in the smaller towns and villages of the beautiful countryside because of their restoration and do it yourself skills. Price wise, however, $20,000 could be a little under the mark. Realistically, Expect to pay no less than $50,000 for a property that wouldn't require substantial work. And generally, renovation costs could amount to between $50,000 and $100,000. Once you find a potential property, an assessment would be required to confirm if the land and soil are safe to build on, as well as an inspection on the structure for its condition. The cost for the ground inspection would be around $500, with structural inspection approximately $1,500. So, for those who are not do it yourself experts, it's possible to find renovated two story houses with five to six rooms at incredibly affordable prices, some as low as about $65,000. Of course, keep in mind you'd probably need a car. Because the distance to the nearest station would not be within comfortable walking distance. Next, let's talk a little bit about how realistic it is to generate an income. So, to generate an income, you need, of course, to find renters. 
Looking at the demand prior to the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic, the number of overseas visitors to Japan was 31.9 million in 2019, with a target of 40 million by 2020. The pillar of the growth strategy was the 2020 Olympics and Paralympics, which was abruptly halted by the pandemic. With vaccines and the resumption of travel, the country relaunched its campaign to meet an ambitious goal of welcoming 60 million overseas visitors by 2030. This time, not all tourists will be looking for the hotel scene with amenities, but instead a home away from home beyond crowded cities with a desire to connect to nature, explore traditions, enjoy cuisine, and find relaxation. There is no question the demand of tourists will certainly be there to generate an income. Renting out the property is not the issue. It's the approvals and licensing. So here's how it works. To rent out your property, you have two choices. Minpaku, short-term rentals of under a month, or longer-term standard leases of over one month. Of course, short-term rentals are more appealing because they can generate more income. However, they involve compliance of zoning approvals from ward, plus possibly a hospitality license. Plus, stays of less than one month require staff to be available to respond to any urgent matters 24-7, normally within 15 to 30 minutes distance of the property. This, of course, means you would need to hire staff, in most cases as short-term stay management companies are close to non-existent in rural areas. Instead, to avoid having to jump through the time-consuming and expensive hoops of the short-term Airbnb-style rentals with a check-in, check-out type arrangement, the way to rent out the property with a minimal amount of hassle would be on standard tenancy leases with stays of over a month. If, on the other hand, you are purchasing a property which already has been approved for a short-term license, then all that would need to be required is a local judicial scrivener to confirm the approval and advise what needs to be done to bring the property up to compliance. Keep in mind that each prefecture and local municipality has its own regulations. The approximate cost for the Scrivener is about $180 to $260. Take for example, a traditional 100-year-old farmhouse on a plot of land of 2,500 square meters. Six bedrooms, living room, dining room, kitchen in a remote area of Hyogo, an hour away from Osaka. This property was approved with a hospitality license with the potential to generate approximately $100 a night for a double room. I'd also like to talk about how realistic it is to purchase property on a resort, a dream getaway for ski aficionados. Those ski resorts can be very appealing with ski lifts, onsen, pool, and other amenities. It sounds logical to consider a building or purchasing a guest house on a resort serviced property. But don't waste your time thinking about it. 
guest houses cannot be built or used on resort land because, similar to co-owned buildings, resort serviced properties have an owner union, which often don't allow monthly or long-term rentals, nor do they allow the stay of anyone aside from property owners and their friends and families. If a guest house is your goal, if that's what you want in a resort environment, the approach to take would be to find a freestanding parcel, not on a serviced resort, but close to a resort. Approximately, let's say one to three kilometers away would be best. Perhaps a two-story home with three to four rooms. Prices? approximately 130,000 to 525,000. Alternatively, you could consider clearing the area to develop a log or prefabricated cabin for personal use for family and friends. Keep in mind, there could be restrictions in terms of the structure, materials, color, access to resort facilities and other benefits. The monthly fee, would be approximately a nominal 350 a year for the land that would cover gas electricity and hydro to the property line via the resort's infrastructure this fee of course would increase once a structure is developed the fee generally covers management of the resort and use of various facilities such as discounted prices for the pool onsen ski lift the resort's reception for delivery, ski equipment, storage room, and so forth. So whether for personal use or for investment purposes, yeah, that home away from home can be more than just a pipe dream. Quite realistically, when it comes to the countryside, the grass can be greener on your side. That's it for this episode, folks. Thanks for listening. We are a Japanese proxy helping foreigners access properties in the second largest real estate economy in the world for investment purposes and for personal use. At NTI, this is Pretty, keeping you informed of the latest trends, business news, and featured properties in the Japanese real estate market. If you're new to the Japanese property market and have questions, we are always happy to talk shop. Drop us a line at info at nippontradings.com.